Good evening, and thank you for listening to the Tao of June. Living, living, (laughs) I almost said listening, shoot. One of these days, I'm going to get through one of these intros without making a hiccup. Holy cow. Anyways, (laughs) maybe I should just stop this recording and start over. Oh, man. What a long day. It's probably because I feel a little brain dead. Oh, my God. I did a giant doodle today. Oh, it it literally zapped me. Okay. Anyways, before I ramble on for 15 minutes, I wanted to talk about the law of sowing and reaping. Because as I was driving out of this QT here, um, I was running on empty. Uh, My gas, my car. Uh, physically, I was running on empty as well. I had, I, I, I just ate some uh, two bananas. I bought two bananas and a protein shake at QT. But I also filled up with gas because I was running on empty. Um, and as I was pulling out, there was not just one, but two home. I, I mean, I, I would just assume that homeless. I don't know, but um, two men. Uh, physically, looks like there's nothing wrong with them. Uh, they look like two healthy men, two able-bodied male adults <clears throat> holding up a sign. One of them, one of them had a do- so they were separated. One was uh, right there as you as you come out of the gas station, and the other one was down further as you were about to go on, off the exit. Um, he was in the median there, but I mean they could have been working together. I don't know, but the first one has a black lab like a dog with them. Um, so he's trying to, you know, pull your heartstrings there, you know, and the second one was holding a sign. I think he said he had children or something. So, you know, trying to pull your heartstrings there, you know, and God bless, of course, you know, trying to pull all the, all the strings. And I just, (laughs) I looked at them and they wouldn't even make eye contact with me. But, um, I, I, cause I, I wanted to like, you know, just, wish them well or something, but they wouldn't even make eye contact with me. I guess if I wasn't holding up money, they didn't really want to, they didn't really want to, they didn't care. (laughs) They couldn't bother with it unless I was holding up a dollar for them. But that's just not how you get money. You know, that's not, that's not how you, you know, so Jim Rohn says, uh, the, the, the world does not respond to need. The world responds to deserve, right? He says, you don't get something because you need it. You know, the man says, oh, I need, I need some money. Well, no, you don't get it because you need it. You know, I, I need a promotion. Uh, well, if you don't deserve it, you don't get it. You know, like it, the world responds to deserve, not need. And so he's saying um, the law of sowing and reaping. Uh, you reap what you sow. We've all, we've all heard that saying, you reap what you sow. Another way of saying it, though, I think another, the other way of saying it that's a little more clear, that makes it more clear, is you sow what you will reap. You know, you sow what you will eventually reap. So if you're not reaping well, it's because you haven't sown well. You know, uh, Jim Rohn says, the man goes out and says, I really need to reap well, then you really need to sow. <laughs> you know, the soil does not say, bring me your need. The soil says, bring me your seed, right? Don't bring me your needs and your wants and your desires. Bring me 
your talents, you know, your effort, your commitment, your discipline, you know, that's what the soil responds to is your seed, not your need. <clears throat> so, I mean, I like just, I just, oh, okay, great, great example. I'm going to tell you a story from Seth Godin. Seth Godin tells a story about when he uh, went, was visiting New York City, and he said in New York City, when you park, these parking meters only take quarters, which means quarters are worth more than a quarter <laughs> um, in New York City, because if you don't have a quarter, then you can't park. So, or you know, unless you want a ticket. So he parks his car, and as he gets out, he's in this dilemma. He has money, but he doesn't have quarters. <clears throat> and so a gentleman walks up to him. And by all, you know, normal assumptions, I guess, um, you know, anyone would assume that he is homeless. <laughs> and so this gentleman comes up to Seth Godin, and he says, excuse me, sir, could I have, uh, no, <clears throat> I forget how he worded it, but he, said, he was saying, um, excuse me, sir, do you have, yeah, do you have a dollar for four quarters? And Seth thought to himself, wow. <laughs> this is wonderful because I, I need four quarters. And he said, yes, of course. You know, yes, I, I would love four quarters for a dollar. So he gives the gentleman a dollar. The gentleman gives him four quarters. And then the gentleman says, excuse me, could I have a quarter? <laughs> Do you have a quarter that you can spare? And the genius, <laughs> the brilliance of that is that Yes, of course he knows he has a quarter. He just gave him four of them. <laughs> so Seth was saying that he was so impressed with this man's, um, you know, ingenuity, you know, in, in a, innovative creativity that uh, he he gave him all three quarters. You know, he put a quarter in the meter and he gave him you know, the, the remaining three. He, you know, he didn't need it. <laughs> and he, the, guy gave, the guy definitely gave, did him a favor by, you know, doing that exchange that benefited him. So he's saying, you know, this is the law of reciprocity, or the law of reciprocity, reciprocity. Anyways, he wanted to reciprocate. <laughs> he wanted to return the good deed, you know, um, the that made it, you know, the helpful deed, I guess. So he said he was happy to give him the three quarters, and that is how that's sowing and reaping, <laughs> you know, it's it's approaching people first with a solution to a problem that they have, you know, you you come up with a unique, creative solution, you know, a unique way to solve a problem that people may, a, a specific problem, a unique problem, you know, maybe a problem that other people don't even recognize as a problem, you know, but you come up with a way to solve it for people, um, you know, that's how you, that's how you reap. You know, first you offer something that will benefit people, and then you can ask for something in return. But you can't just ask without, you know, without doing anything. You just stand there on a street corner and just, oh, my goodness. Okay, so Tony Robbins tells a story about this uh, homeless person that he would walk by every day. And every day he would walk by this homeless person, he would give him some cash. Um... And, you know, cause he, Tony, Tony Robbins is a very generous man. He, he believes in abundance. He wants to spread abundance. And, you know, this homeless person definitely could use it, and he has cash to spare. 
So, yeah, he, he every day he would, he would give him some cash. <clears throat> One day, he's walking by, and he, you know, reaches into his pocket, and, ah, he doesn't have any cash today. So, you know, <clears throat> they make eye contact. <clears throat> I wonder if I have anything to drink here. Oh, man. Okay, so they make eye contact. And Tony kind of gives him, like, a smile, and, he, you know, he lets him know, like, you know, like, a, almost an apologetic smile, you know, and, like, you know, I'm sorry, I don't have any, I don't have any cash today, and the homeless guy gets upset, he gets angry, you know, and, he's, and he even says, he says, like, well, you knew you were coming by here today, you knew you were going to walk by here, why didn't you grab some cash, you know, and from that day on, Tony Robbins never gave that man another dollar, another penny. Why? Because he realized he wasn't helping this guy. You know, this guy wasn't taking that money and trying to invest it in himself or buy something healthy to eat or anything like that. He wasn't, you know, he was, he was feeling entitled. He was now counting on this money, expecting it, you know, as if he deserved it for some reason. Why? Because you're sitting on that corner? You know, like, you picked the right corner, so that's why you deserve Tony Robbins' cash. You know, like, no. You don't, he, Tony doesn't, Tony doesn't owe you a thing. Not, not a single thing, you know. <laughs> Tony was being generous, and he was being, you know, caring and compassionate, and he was sharing some of his, his cash. But this, this man, since he was getting it every day, you know, he started to expect it. He started to feel entitled to it. And when Tony didn't have it one day, he got angry. He got upset with him. See? So that's why I believe that if you want to help someone, you can't give them money, you know? You got you to gotta help them see that they got to get some sewing going. You know, you got to get some sewing going. If you don't like your harvest, then don't shake your fist at the sky. You gotta, you gotta start. You gotta, you gotta sow better. You gotta prepare better for the harvest next spring. You know, try it again. And that's the thing. And and you know, if you slacked off in the spring and in the summer when it got hot and it got hard and difficult, tedious, boring, and miserable. You know, you know if you slacked off, if you cut corners, if you left, you know, left the job halfway done, and then you come back in the fall, and you're upset with the harvest, right? <clears throat> and that's not, that's called immaturity. Jim Rohn says that the true sign of maturity is to reap in the harvest without guilt. No. Yeah, without without uh remo- without guilt. Yeah, right. No, well, learn to reap without apology. That's what it was. Jim Rohn says, learn to reap without apology and without blame. Yeah. So, in the harvest time, what they. I, they I, I ruined that. I ruined that quote. But basically, what Jim Rohn was trying to say, what I believe, what, how I interpret it, is that when you're when you're doing well, when you have a great harvest, you don't have to feel apologetic. You don't have to feel bad, because 
you earned it. You put in the hard work. You, you're reaping what you have sown. We are reaping what you have previously sown, you know? And so now comes the time for the harvest and enjoy the fruits of your labor, you know? They call them the fruits of your labor because you put in the labor. And now you get to enjoy the fruit. But many people want to enjoy the fruit without putting in the labor. But it's the fruits of your labor, not just fruit. So, yeah, I just I just wanted to share these thoughts because I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, you know, I, oh my goodness, I was walking out of FedEx the other day, um, a few weeks ago, and a couple of kids came up to me asking for some money. Excuse me, sir, could you help us, you know? And I was like, why should I help you? You know, and I was like, what, is, what, are, what are you collecting money for? And, he was, and, and these guys definitely, it looked like they were running a little scam. Um, but anyways, they were like, oh, we're... And, and one of them was telling one story, and then and the other one's like, oh, and told another story. And one of them was saying that they want their... Um, it's to go down to, like, a Special Olympics, support Special Olympics thing. And then the other guy was like, no, no, no. It's so that we can, it's the Boys and Girls Club, and so that they can go to Daytona Beach and drive uh, go-karts, because, you know, he, he's like, I've never been to Daytona Beach, and I've never dri- uh, rode th- uh, go-karts before, so, you know, I just think it's going to be really fun and amazing. And I was like, all right, I was like, you, you know, you got a good spiel, but I was like, why would I care about you going to Daytona Beach to ride, to you know, ride around in go karts. So I was like, I haven't even done that. You talking about you've never done that? I haven't even done that. Why would I pay for you to go do that? You know? <clears throat> and I was like, you got to understand, guys. The world doesn't care about what you want or what you need. You know? I was like, you got to give me a reason why. You know, I sh- I should care about you guys wanting to go there. You know? And they were both just kind of. <clears throat> looking at me, and I was—I I even gave him an example. I was like, you know, don't use this. <laughs> I was like, don't use this. But, for example, if you came and told me, you know, hey, um, my, you know, my mother's doing, you know, my, my family's not really doing well, you know, I'm, I'm out here just trying to get as much as I can together to help my mom pay for the mortgage so we don't, you know, so my, me and my sister's, and my mom, we don't have to go out, you know, be out on the street. Um, you know, I just, I don't know what else to do but to ask for help from strangers, and that's why I'm out here. You know, I was like, something like that. <laughs> I was like, probably would have got, and, and, and I was like, and I would have known if you're bullshitting or not, you know, by looking into your eyes. And I would have questioned, I would have asked you a few questions about it. But if if there was a truth, then definitely I would have given, you know. I was like, but, you know, that that thing, I was like, the world doesn't care about your needs, you know. The world cares about your seed. What do you have to offer? You know, I was like, you guys, if if all you, you know, and they were teenagers. And so I was telling them, like, guys, I've been through so much. You know, I, I went in so much debt. I've lost a business. I've had two cars repossessed, you know, and I, 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 I failed over and over. And I really needed, a, I needed, I needed financial help at desperately at, at, you know, a few times, and it wasn't there, you know, I was like, it wasn't, you know, you think anybody helped me, you think any, you think I went and started a GoFundMe page, you know, to help pay my bills and take, take care of my children for me, I was like, no, I had to figure out a way to, to, to do, take care of my, me and my own, for me, 
you know? <clears throat> and I was like, so learn a skill, you know, like work and develop it yourself and figure out something that you're good at. Some, figure out something that you actually have a knack for. You know, you I don't know, you pick it up a little quicker than other people, whatever it is. And, and something that you really enjoy that you can get lost in. And then work at it and figure out a way to market that, you know, to let people know. Um, you know, great thing, the best way is to just find one person. Find one person with the problem that you can fix. Fix that problem for that person or solve it or come up with a solution, whatever. <clears throat> or a product, provide a, product, a unique product, provide a service. Boom. Then, um, and here's masterclass, you know. So the world responds to deserve, not need. Here's masterclass level. Here's next level, uh, the next level thing, you know, is when you do more than what is expected of you in order to make an investment in your own future. So you not only get uh, do enough to deserve what you get, but you do even more than what you're getting. You're even more deserving of what you're getting. That's master class. That's next level stuff right there. So when you start to do that, <clears throat> then the people that you serve, the people that you're helping, they start to take you by the hand and they start introducing you to other people and they start opening doors for you that you never could have, that was beyond your reach. You never would have been able to open these doors on your own. You never even knew these doors existed. But now, here they are, all open to you. And the doors that close, who cares? You know? I've learned now, <clears throat> with so many doors closing on me, it was such a good thing looking back on it now. Mag you know, magazines that wouldn't let me uh, publish my articles, um, or uh, wouldn't, they just kind of uh, ghosted me. We would communicate, and then they just stopped, and they would ignore me. When we were trying, I was trying to become a, like a, a columnist, you know, write write a column for some of these uh, pet magazines, and you know, I, I just that's just one example. The list goes on. So many doors closed for me, but I realize now when the doors seem to all be closing on you, it's because the real door, the one, the the life of your dreams, you know, the door that you really want is at the end of the hallway. Yeah, you deserve the corner office. <laughs> you deserve the penthouse. That's where it's all at. And so all these other doors are closing because the door that you really want to go through is at the end of the hall. So the universe doesn't want you to get caught up, entangled, you know, and waste too much of your time with all these other doors, all these op other opportunities that you think you want. So boom, 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 boom. They're all closing on you, leading you on, you know, leading me on my way. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, like it's it's leading you to, to where you really want to be. And so I, I just want to leave you guys with that. Thank you so much for your time. But please um, understand that the law of sowing and reaping, the law of cause and effect, it's inescapable. And I realize that now. I realize that if I do not like my circumstances in my life, if I don't like what I'm reaping, I've got to start changing what I'm sowing. And I'm reaping what I have previously sown. 
So if I start sowing new seed now, I have to realize that my life is not really going to change. I'm not going to see any positive effects for a while. I, but I got to keep sowing those good seeds, even if I don't see an immediate effect. You know, I just have to realize that the effects that I'm I'm realizing now, the circumstances of my life now, are a result of the seeds that I have sown up until now. And so I can't really do anything about my where I am right now. But I can do something about where I'm going from now on. You know, I can do some, I can change the direction I'm headed. And I can start sowing new seed, better seed. And then I know that my future has a much better harvest in store for me. You see what I'm saying? I, I hope that this makes sense. I hope that, you know, you got something out of this if you were listening. And I really, really do appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I honor the light in you that's on, that's also in me. Let's get some sewing going. Bye, guys.